Good evening, everyone. You are tuning in to another episode of And She Shall Be Called Woman with your host for the hour, Reverend Kathy LaFleur. You can tune in to new episodes every Saturday evening at 5 p.m. on Anchor FM. This weekend, we're actually doing something a little bit different by broadcasting live right here on Facebook. So go ahead and tag someone that you know is in the group. Of course, they would have to be in the group in order to tune into the broadcast because this group is actually private. So we want to make sure that we tag someone that we know that is in the group. All right, so let's go ahead and get started with our lesson for today. I'll be reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 21, starting at verse number eight. And since we're going to go ahead and skip around a little bit, I'm going to give you the other verses. So we're going to start at chapter 21, verses eight through 10, but then we're just going to skip down to verse number 14 and close out at verse number 20. So chapter 21, Genesis Um, starting at the eighth verse says, and the child grew and was sent and was weaned. And Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, which she had born unto Abraham, mocking. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, even with Isaac. Verse number 14, we're dropping down. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it unto Hagar, putting it on her shoulder and the child and the child and sent her away and she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba and the water was spent in the bottle and she cast the ch- the child under one of the shrubs and she went and sat down over against him a good way off as it were a bowshot For she said, let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lift up her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the lad and the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, what aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad and hold him in thine hand for I will make him a great nation and God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water and she went and filled the bottle with water and gave the lad drink and God was with the lad and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer And so on tonight, we're just going to deal with the pain produces the promise. The pain produces the promise. 
And so Hagar is the maidservant of Sarah. And if you know the story, you would know that Sarah and Abraham had no children previously because Sarah was a bearing woman. And she arranges for her husband and her maid to come together, citing that she would just obtain her children this way by her maid and her husband. But that was not God's promise for her or her husband. And and now we find Hagar and her son, and, and they are kicked out of their place of residency. The Bible says that Isaac is now born and was winged. And on the same day, his father made a feast for him and Sarah and saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, mocking and called for the woman and the son to be passed out to be cast out. Let's just go ahead and pray before we get deep into this lesson. God, we thank you for your word today. God, we ask you right now in the name of Jesus that you would open our eyes, oh God, like you did, Hagar, that you would open our hearts, God, and our ears to hear what it is that the Spirit is saying even unto us on this 15th day of August 2020. God, I thank you for every woman that is tuning in. Let this word inspire and encourage and enlighten them as to what you're saying about our pain producing your promise in Jesus name amen and so the now we find in the text that it mentions that uh, Sarah is upset because the son uh, between her maid servant and her husband is mocking at the feast and and when you look up the word mocking it says that he was basically laughing so the older son was laughing and that laugh made Sarah mad and and this is the same Sarah that's married to Abraham who is Ishmael's father Abraham who we can find in chapter 17 of the same book in verse 17 who fell on his face and laughed at God after being told that he would have a son at a hundred years old and his wife would be 90 this is uh, Ishmael's father who laughed at God but Sarah is mad that the son was laughing during the feast the same Sarah that we see in chapter 18 of the same book of Genesis and verse 12 laughing at the angel of the Lord who visited her and her husband to tell them that they would too have a son while she was yet bearing and she was old and her husband was old she even laughed but now this same woman who who laughed at God the same woman whose husband laughed at God is mad that the child is laughing my God isn't it funny how you can do some things and and other people will get mad because you're doing it forgetting that they've done it also my god and so maybe it was because uh their son who who is weaned now his name is Isaac this is the promised son and and his son ah oh my god Isaac his name means to laugh it, it means he laughed so maybe they were upset because ah oh my god the the that Ishmael is laughing at Isaac ah uh, maybe they're upset because Ishmael 
Ishmael is showing signs that he came from his father. He's laughing. His daddy laughed. His mama, oh my God, his stepmama laughed. But they mad that the baby is laughing, that the teenager is laughing at the young child during the feast. And, and so on the next morning, Abraham rose early and it said that he took bread and a bottle of water and gave it to Hagar. I don't know how many of us out there can survive off a bottle of water and some bread. I, I know that halfway during the daytime, that bottle of water between two people is well spent. And the Bible says that they were wandering in the wilderness. Now, when you got a bottle of water and some bread and you got this child with you, I don't know how many mothers I may be talking to out there right now, but I know if that was me with my baby and, and all we had was a bottle of water and, and my baby daddy done kicked me out because his girl is tripping. Uh, if I can just be a little bit hooked with y'all today, if I can just keep it on the up and up, if if my baby daddy mad, oh my God, and, and he's tripping and then put me and the baby out because his girl tripping and, and she's the one that set it up. She's the one that tried to advance the promise. She's the one that tried to help God along by putting them together, but now she mad because he laughed. Can, can you imagine how that feels to have your child with you out and about in the wilderness and you're wondering and you have nowhere to go and, and you have you don't really have that much to eat and you got one bottle of water, my God. And, and so they're wandering in the wilderness of Beersheba and, and after the water was gone, I, the Bible says that she puts her son under one of the shrubs and, and she sat just a bow's way off saying that I don't want to see this child die. And, and so she lifts up her voice and she begins to cry uh, out to God. I, I don't know how many mothers out there, but I know that this word is for the mothers. I show, This word is for the mothers out there that may have some sons that you that have gone wayward, they, that they have some sons that are a distance from them. I don't know where your son might be. Maybe he's not in the covering of God. Maybe he's not in Amasha, in the place that he's supposed to be, but he's still your baby and you know how it feels to have a child out there. Well, if I can just testify for about three minutes, I got three sons that, that belong to me and, and I know they belong to God and I and I know they're in the world right now and I and I know they're not lined up right now, but I, I know they still belong to him and I know the promise that he made for them and I know what he told me about them. I know who I gave birth to. I gave birth to a promise. I'm not sure. I gave birth to three sons that belong to Jesus and, and they may not be doing the things that I would have them to do and, and they not, may not be where they're supposed to be, but I know, oh my God, that they belong to him and, and I know he made me a promise about them. And, and But if I was that mother in the wilderness wondering with my child, I, I can't help but to feel for, for Hagar. I know sometimes we always preaching Sarah's story and, and we always preaching about Abraham and, and the preachers preach about Isaac, but what about Hagar? She didn't ask to be a part of this. She didn't ask to be a part of the family. She was there to serve as a maid service, but it was ah, Sarah's idea to hook them up because Sarah, ah, my God, couldn't wait on the promises of God for herself. So she want to play little G. She, she want to play God for a minute. And, and now we have this child that didn't ask to be here frustrated. We have this child that didn't ask to be here in a situation that where he's 
put out because of his laughter. He's put out because of his character. He's put out because of his excitement. He's put out because the mama is mad. Ah, my God, at the at the maid servant. The mama is really frustrated with the baby. The mama is frustrated with the lady. The mama is frustrated with her husband. She said, I say, cast them out. Put them out. And so he has to honor the word of, of his wife because the Holy Spirit, uh, because God tells him to do what your wife told you to do. And, and so God, uh, but the Bible says that God heard the voice of the lad. Uh, he heard the voice of the child. Can you imagine, ladies, uh, uh, mothers, if I'm talking to anyone that have children, that have sons, can you imagine that you're under the tree and your child is just a, 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 a boast uh, away from you and, and you're crying and, and you're frustrated uh, and you know your baby's hungry and you know your baby's thirsty and, and you ain't got nothing left so you ain't got nothing uh, to lose in the name of Jesus and, and you've been put out into a place where you just had to lean and depend on God and in the midst of your crying, in the midst of your toiling, in the midst of your, ah, oh my God, sitting there waiting. Not only does God hear him, ah, oh my soul, but God answers the child. I wonder what it was that the son was saying. I wonder what it was that he was crying out to God. I know it had to be something to get God's attention because the Bible says that the Lord heard the lad. He didn't say he heard the wife. He didn't say that he heard the the maid. He didn't say that he heard the woman. It said that he heard the child. I don't know what mother needs to hear this today, but don't you worry about your baby boys. Don't you worry about your sons on tonight. You have to understand that the mother that's crying, crying, the mother that's praying, the mother that's waiting for God to show up can hear your son. He may not know the right words to put together for the prayer. He may not know all the scriptures to line up to pray, but if he knows Jesus, he knows how to moan and groan. And I'm a witness that your tears will speak for you. I'm a witness that your groanings will communicate to God what it is that you stand in need of. I'm a witness that God can hear your sons no matter how far they've gotten away from him, no matter where they are right now, no matter what distance they are from their parent, God can hear our children. And when they're not hearing us, my God, when he didn't answer us, he answered them. I just came to tell a mother today to be encouraged that God is about to answer the prayers of your son. God is about to answer the tears of your sons. God is about to answer the groanings of your son. God is about to quench the thirst in your son. God is about to move on your son's behalf. You don't have to worry. You don't have to fret. You don't have to be, oh my God, afraid of what may happen to your child. He was given a promise early on. And and, and so she's sitting there. Oh my soul. She's sitting there. And and and, and Sarah, she she Sarah, she, she Sarah is irritated because of this crying or this laughing. Sarah's irritated. Oh my God, she's irritated. But but the child, ah, God promised to bless her seed. He he promised to bless her seed the first time that Hagar fled. Uh, see, Sarah dealt harshly with Hagar when she fled the first time. You can find that in chapter 16, verse 16. It says that the angel of the Lord found her the first time when she was pregnant before Ishmael was born. She was found by a fountain. She was pregnant and she was told by the angel to return to her mistress and to submit herself to her and, and to name her son Ishmael because the Lord hath heard her affliction. See, God was hearing her and there was already a fountain in the womb.
wilderness that the angel met her at. Uh, it was Hagar, oh my God, that, that called him, thou God seeth me. And and, and the well there was called Bear Lahiroha, and, and so which means the well of him that liveth and seeth me. And, and God, uh, the Bible says that he opened her eyes the second time. Uh, the second time he had to open her eyes and, and she saw a well of water and, and she went and filled the bottle with water and gave the lad to drink. Uh, it took God to open her eyes to see this well. Uh, it took God to open her eyes to see where, where provision was being made. Uh, her eyes weren't closed because of blindness. They were closed. Ah, my God, they weren't closed because of any type of disease. Uh, but God enabled her to see beyond what she can see. Uh, I don't know about you, but I know about my mother crying and my eyes can't see what's in front of me. It's because the tears are falling too hard. Uh, if I can't see what's in front of me, it's because my eyes have swollen up uh, from crying. Uh, if I can't see what's in front of me, uh, it's because the grief is stricken in my heart uh, about my baby sitting over there with nothing. Uh, if I can't see what's in front of me, it's because of fear, oh my God, that we won't be taken care of. She lost sight. Uh, so she lost sight of the promise. Uh, she lost sight of the promise uh, when she began to cry. She she lost sight of the promise uh, when she began to fear. She she lost sight of the promise. Why am I sure when she sat there? Uh, my God, she had to sit there doubting. She she had to sit there afraid. She she had to feel abandoned or forsaken by God. But I came to tell you that don't lose sight of the promise. Uh, whatever God promised you in the beginning, wh whatever He said to you from the start, uh, God is a promise keeper. He's a way maker. You don't have to worry about your sons. If God said He's gonna bless them. He's going to bless them. It, it may not be when you want him blessed, but God is an on-time God. So this is a word for the mothers out there. Uh, don't worry about your babies. Uh, don't worry about your sons. Uh, don't worry about them. God said, I'm going to keep my word. Uh, don't lose sight of the promise. See, she lost sight. Uh, my God, she lost sight because she was looking at the wrong thing. See, sometimes uh, we lose sight of what we're looking at when we begin to look at uh, the wrong thing. She looked at the problem. She she looked at the lack. She she looked at her son. She looked at the hunger. So, not, so she couldn't see the well. She she couldn't see the fountain. She couldn't see the water. She couldn't see the promise uh, because she was looking at the wrong thing. Ladies, don't get caught up looking at the wrong thing. God has oh my God, everything under control. God, God knows you're going and you're coming. Uh, God knows your needs before you even ask. Uh, God already knows which, oh my God, what you need. God, God knows every child that you gave birth to. Uh, he knows every hair that's numbered on their head. Uh, he knows exactly where they are and when they are not. Uh, he knows exactly what to do in your situation. God is a way maker. He makes provision for those that are in need. Uh, he says in his word, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So you don't have to worry about where God is. God is the one that sees you. Uh, even when you can't see God, uh, when you can't see him, uh, my God, you gotta believe him. Uh, when you can't when you can't track them, you still got to trust them. God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we have to think. Oh my God, all that we think, all that we believe, God is able. And so it's her tears that's blinding her. It's her grief that's blinding her. It's her fears that's blinding her. Her eyes are swollen. She's crying because she's a mother 
and her child is in need. What, what mother wouldn't cry when your child needs God uh, in a situation where God hears the child and not the mama? Uh, the baby had to be over there crying out himself. Uh, I just came to tell you that the Amashotorosa. See, Amashot. Let me, let me, let me get into this. Uh, what I found most promising, ah, uh, my God, is that that, that that it doesn't say that he heard her. It, it said that he heard him. Ah, Shetariosa. And Ishmael at this time is 14 years old, uh, but God heard him. Uh, the word is to encourage you mothers today who's been crying and, and toiling and, and seeking God over their sons. Ah, uh, oh my God. Uh, God said to remember what I promised you about your son. Uh, remember what I said from the very start. Uh, I'll enable your eyes to see the well. Uh, the well and the water symbolizes creation. Uh, it symbolizes new beginning. It symbolizes new birth. God is about to make provision for your sons. God is about to take care of them. God said, don't worry about them. I, I got everything under control. And and, and it, the Bible says in, in verse 20, oh my God, chapter 21 of Genesis, verse 20, and God was with the lad and he grew and dwelt ah, in the wilderness and became an archer. Let me explain something to you. He became an archer. He he became a man of precision. Ah, he became a man of great aim. He, he became a man of great focus. In order to be an archer, you, you got to be able to focus. In order to be an archer, you got to have precise aim. Oh my God, remaining focused during, during pressure, remaining focused, uh, ready to shoot, to kill. Uh, and I don't show, and, and focus during a shot is important to every archer. Oh my God, it, is a, it improves your hand to eye coordination. Uh, an archery trains your hands to aim based off the feedback from your eyes. Look, I know his mama couldn't see, but the lad had to see. Uh, I'm not sure. The lad had to see. The lad had to be looking up and crying out to God. Uh, look to the hills from which cometh your help. See, an archer, ah, my God, an archer, it, it improves your upper strength uh, because you have to hold the bow with one hand. Ah, if you're right-handed, you have to, ah, you have to pull back on it. Uh, just a little bit, you gotta pull back and it stretches you. Ah, my God, he was being stretched uh, into what he was to become. Uh, I just came to tell somebody, uh, don't worry about your sons. Uh, they're being stretched uh, into what they're supposed to become. Uh, it improves their social skills. Uh, my God, uh, it improves their confidence. Uh, when you got an archer who knows how to swam, uh, pull back a bow and, and to aim a uh, hundred miles away, a uh, hundred yards away, a uh, hundred feet away, uh, he can take down any enemy. He can take down anything uh, that is trying to uh, come and take him down. Uh, let me explain something to you. My God, uh, this man, uh, this child, this young boy, oh uh, my God, is he's a child of Abraham. Ah, uh, but he's not a child of Sarah. Ah, uh, Shotaro, but it doesn't matter because he's a child of God. And that's where we have to focus our attention. We don't care. Uh, my sh- I don't care who birthed. Uh, sh- I don't care who is the father of my child. I don't care if I just know that he belongs to God. At the end of the day, I got three of them and they all belong to Jesus. I don't really care what they're doing right now. I know that they belong to the Lord. I know that God is stretching them. I know that God is, my God, working on their focus and their social skills. I know that God has a plan and a purpose and a promise for mine. I'm just here to tell you ladies that God has a plan and God has a purpose and God has a promise for your
your sons. Uh, don't be dismayed. Don't be discouraged. Uh, don't, I'm not sure. Just open your eyes. Uh, let God let you see the well. It was there all the time. Uh, the same fountain uh, was there all the time. Uh, you just got to open it and see it in the spirit. Uh, don't look in the natural. The natural will frustrate you. Uh, don't look in the natural. The natural will irritate you. Uh, don't look in the natural. The natural will fool you. Uh, look in the spirit. Uh, see what your sons are. Begin to declare. I gave birth to kings. I gave birth to leaders. I gave birth to preachers. I gave birth to archers. I gave birth to warriors. I gave birth to prince. I showed us. I know who my sons belong to, and they belong to the Lord. I don't care what rejection they face. I don't care what heartache they face. I don't care where they got kicked out of. We've been kicked out of better places than this. You gotta see it in the spirit. I don't care where they can't go back to. I know one thing, that God has a plan in the wilderness for them. God has a plan in the wilderness for your sons. They can be sitting under a shrub, sleeping in a car, sitting in prison. It doesn't matter. God got a plan for his sons. They belong to Jesus. Don't let the devil get in your ear and tell you nothing different. You let them know. You sling your head back, ladies, and tell them, my sons belong to Christ. My son belong to God. God has a promise over my son's life. And I believe the promises of God. They're yes and amen. Nothing can stop my God from blessing them. The devil can't stop him. I can't stop him. He can't stop him. The woman can't stop him. My God and those that rejection can't stop him. My Lord. See, Isaac means laugh. But Ishmael means God listens. You ought to put your hands together. Because Ishmael means God's listen. I don't know what you named your son. I don't know what you named your kids, but I dare you to look up their name. The name reveals the nature. Ishmael means God's listen. The Hebrew is Yishmael. It means God will hear. It's affirmed that God will hear. When he begins to ask the mother, what are you crying about? It's rhetorical because he ends it with an answer. He wasn't asking her a question for her to give an answer to. He was asking her a rhetorical question, trying to get her to remember what he said. He said, why are you, why are you ailing? Why, why are you frustrated? Why are you crying? Why are you tripping? Why are you doubting? Why are you mad? But then he follows up with an answer. I thank God that he has the answers. He has the keys. He has, he has the map for my sons. He has the map for your son's mothers. I dare you to put your hands together for God. He knows your children. He knows your sons. He knows your daughters. He knows you. He knows where you are. He knows where they are. He knows how to reach them and he hears. We serve a God that can hear. A God that doesn't turn a deaf ear to his children. A God that said I'll never leave you nor forsake you. A God that so loved you that he gave his only son. You don't think God knows how it feels about a son when he chose to give a son. God knows. He already knows and God hears. Amen. God hears. God hears. Give him glory because he hears and even when he don't hear me. Even when he don't hear me. Even if it feels like he's not hearing my prayers. My prayer is that he hears them praying. My prayer is that he hear them praying. I know my sons pray. You got to know that your sons pray. If you prayed around your sons, you got to know that your sons 
pray. And even if you don't, God hears their heart. God hears their tears. God hears their concerns. God can hear us. God can hear us. I want you to be encouraged tonight, ladies. I want you to be encouraged tonight, ladies. I want you to be encouraged and I want you to rest in knowing, huh, my God, that the same God that enabled the eyes of Hagar to hear, uh, to see the well in the place where the well already was, will enable your eyes to see things in a spiritual way, will enable you to remember the things that he promised about your children. This is not the time to fret. This is not the time to worry. This is not the time to be discouraged. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not into thy own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct thy path. He directed her into the wilderness. He knew he knew that she was going to be kicked out with her son. He already knew because he knew what he promised Abraham. He knew that Sarah did what she had to do. Ah, and that's no shade on Sarah. She did because she was in fear of not having. Listen, ladies, we we can't operate in fear in this season. We got to move by faith and, and we got to move when God tells us to move. Uh, and we have to know that, I, oh my God, let me just say this to y'all because this is something that happened to me the other day. Ah, And so my youngest son, ah, and he came to visit me. And, and, and so he came at nighttime. And, and, and so where we live at, there's always a, a lot of police out near the parking lot. And, and they always pulling people over for nothing. And, and so if you know that you're a black woman with, with some young men uh, uh, as sons, and you know that it's, it's, it's nerve wracking to, to even imagine or try to picture that your son may get pulled over. And so one night my son came by. And, and, and so after we hugged and loved on each other he left and, and and it was in that very moment that that uh, the enemy tried to play with my imagination and, and what he did was uh, he showed me an image of my son being pulled over by the police and and he showed me an image of him uh, just driving off and being pulled over for no reason and, and I immediately fell to my knees lady I promise this was happened just the other day I immediately I fell to my knees and I began to pray but I didn't pray that God would cover him. I prayed that the devil was shut up. I said, the devil is alive. My son is not pulled over. My son is safe. My son, I, I had to cast down every imagination that tried to exalt itself over the mind of God. I said, I'm doing something different this time. I'm not going to believe the false images that you put in my head. I'm going to see with clarity. I, I got my spiritual eyes open. I got my natural eyes open and, and my son is well and it is well with him because he belongs to Jesus and, and I don't care what he's really I'm not sure dealing with right now I know that he belongs to God and and within five minutes my son called me on the phone and he said mama I'm coming back upstairs I said well I thought you already left he said I never left the parking lot let me tell you something the enemy will try to get you to believe something that you don't even see see the fountain was already there for Hagar but she couldn't see it because of her worry she couldn't see it because of her tears she couldn't see it because of her fears let me tell you this is not the time to 
to worry or fret. My son called me and came back up and, and I saw we had a good time fellowshipping and, and he was fine when he left. God covered because God was already going to cover. The enemy will try to put in these false images in your mind, but I dare you to begin to bring those thoughts under subjection, casting them down. Oh my God, in the name of Jesus. And I had to go on my knees and cast the devil out. I saw the Sarasha, the same one that tried to put the image in my head. I, I said, you are a liar. I gave birth to a king. I, I gave birth to preachers. I, I gave birth to prophets. I know who my son is. My son is safe and my son is well. And, and if he does get pulled over, he'll be all right because my son is licensed and he's insured. I, and not only does he have the world's insurance, but he has the assurance of God and, and he's well kept and well protected. So I know how it feels to be a mother worrying about their child. I'm just here to tell you tonight uh, that this is a real truth. Uh, my God, don't worry about your sons and, and don't worry about your daughters. God said everything is going to be all right uh, in the name of Jesus. Everything, everything is going to be all right. Hallelujah. Let us pray. God, we thank you. We thank you for tonight, oh God. We thank you for your word. We thank you that there is promises that come through our pain, Lord God. We thank you that you have not forgotten about our children, God. We thank you, Lord God, that you remind us that you even hear them, God. We are the ones that's crying. We are the one that's tripping and fretting, God, but you're hearing them, whatever it is that they're saying to you. We get comfort in this text, God. We get comfort in knowing that you heard Ishmael, Lord God. You heard him, God, and, and you named him. Ah, Marshall, you named him, Lord God, and you revealed his nature through what you did on his behalf, oh God. I thank you that you are the type of God that hears. I thank you that you are the type of God that enables us to see things different. I thank you that you will cast down everything that we try to, to visualize in our own ah, wild imagination. I thank you, God, that you will show us to see with clarity and with wisdom and to trust you even when we can't trace you, God. I thank you. I thank you for every woman that's tuning in. I thank you. I ask you to bless every single one of them, Lord God, that's, that is tuned in, Lord God, whether they're still on or came on, God. I thank you for Flatina, God. I thank you for Dr. Miriam. I thank you for Bessie Hudson, God. I thank you for Teresa Davis. I thank you for Ramona Burchett, Lord God, for Joy Montana, for Sharice Chapman, God. I thank you for Patty Williams, oh God. I thank you for those that are tuning in, for every woman that will tune in later, God. I pray a special blessing over each and every one of them, and I ask that you would just give them strength to tonight, Lord God. Give them strength in their wilderness, God. Give them insight to see, Lord God. Open up their eyes to see what it is that you're doing, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord God, that you would give them the security and knowing that their children are well, that it is well with you, Lord God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. I want to thank you all for tuning in to our first live on Facebook for And She Shall Be Called Woman. We are also on Anchor FM. We can be found streaming on Spotify, on Breaker, on Google Podcasts and Overcast and Pocket Cast and Radio Public. We also stream on CastBox and Apple Podcasts. If you want to be a sponsor of the show, you can do so by going to Anchor FM and clicking on the sponsorship tab and you can be a monthly uh, uh 
giver or you can do a one-time giving. Um, also on the screen, you will see our, um, our other ways of giving um, for donations. If it's a one-time for Venmo at, um, or the PayPal is across the screen there. I never really look for donations or ask for donations, but if you want to be a blessing to the show, feel free to do so. Whether you do so or not, we are going to be here every week. This show has been on for a year and I thank God for it that we're able to just come and inspire women uh, week after week and please join tomorrow on fire in the hole at 6 p.m. streaming live on my personal Facebook page God bless you God keep you God bless you sister uh, uh, trustee McNeil I love you woman of God I thank God for you Um, I just want you guys to be encouraged tonight just be encouraged tonight just trust God with everything don't worry about um, your children your sons especially I know as mothers we tend to worry because we live in an unfair society right now and um, I want you to know that your children's lives matter to God (laughs) not only to us but they matter to God God did not bring them here on accident there is a purpose for their being just continue to believe and trust in them amen Amen. God bless you guys. God keep you.